I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is the Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate nine-to-fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our nine-to-fives to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way. But it wasn't always easy and I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today. A business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from Timeless Principles and today's cutting edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. So earlier this week, I shared the video that I'm about to share with you here on YouTube. I have an audio recording like I do from time to time um, here on the pod this week. And the reason I'm actually sharing this specific content with you this week on the Market Authority Show is because I think it might be one of the most important videos I've ever made. And I didn't really understand it while I was actually filming this video, but it touches on what I think are some really core problems in the real estate industry. I think that if we really take a 10,000 foot high look at what is going on in the real estate industry, we will see that we are kind of in a battle for the future of real estate here. And a lot of people who know better than I do in the industry have been saying this for a while. So this is not necessarily a new thought. Clearly, things have changed pretty rapidly since the emergence of social media and big tech companies like the portal lead giants we all hate to love, love to hate, Zillow, Realtor.com, etc. But also like the direct-to-consumer tech giants like Homey who are facilitating quick sales um, like an investor would to sellers. You know, we're already experiencing a lot of extremes in this market just with the nature of this market cycle that we're in. But add to that the challenges that the changes of social media are coming in, the changes of tech, you know, all those changes that are being presented to us at this time. It's becoming more and more difficult for consumers to remember why we're necessary in their home purchase or sale. And I don't think what I'm sharing is very radical. Like I said, there's been a lot of murmurings going on in the industry about there's some changes coming on the horizon. And if you ask me, it's directly related to our ability to articulate why we are valuable to the home ownership journey. For far too long, real estate agents have kind of just become complacent in the fact that until now, the public needed us for the data in terms of what was available on the market and for access into homes. You know, it used to be that 
brokerages would actually cooperate and share listings in printed books before the internet. It used to be that if you wanted keys to get into a home, you would have to drive into your broker's office, get the key copy from there, and then head over to the listing. Now, some of the veteran agents who are listening to this are nodding their heads saying, yeah, remember that. But for so many of us, the average realtor has actually been in the industry for less than 15 years at this point. And so we haven't seen a lot of the big giant shifts that have happened in this industry. And we're kind of used to things being the way they have been over the last couple of years. But I think that we really need to understand what's actually happened here. What used to make us valuable and absolutely necessary to the public is no longer there. I'm going to say that again. What used to make us absolutely critical to the process of buying or selling a home does not exist anymore. We do not have exclusivity when it comes to the listing data because for one reason or another that has been sold out to tech giants that is syndicated across hundreds of websites in most markets. We can't change that at that at this point. That's kind of a bell that can't be unrung. And if we want to, you know, if we want to talk about the access Tech companies like Homey, those big tech disruptors are taking care of that by putting their own little keypad doorknobs on the door and then just having buyers sign up with their information to get access directly at the door, right? And and I know that you know this. If you're listening to this episode, if you listen to this podcast, or if you've been around real estate for more than like three days, you understand that this is the case. You've been around the block. But I just think that it's really important to reiterate this because as we go into this year and further into this decade, consumers are going to be more and more confused about what our actual role is other than cashing giant commission checks. And this is why it is so important, why I 100% believe that building a strong brand and database network is the most important thing, not only that you can do for your real estate business, but for the industry as a whole. Because when you create a really well-articulated brand that attracts clients for life, what you have actually really done is learned how to articulate your value to your database. You are getting referrals because people see the value that you have been able to create in their homeownership journey, and they want to extend that benefit to the people that they care about too. And the more that this happens on an agent level, the greater this will impact the community and the greater that will impact the industry at large. Now, this is in direct contrast to what I see so many agents doing today, which is looking for the low-hanging fruit, trying to find leads by any means they can. This usually looks like buying internet leads or cold calling and always chasing the next deal. But when you are operating like that, you're operating like a salesperson, not a CEO. When you're operating like a salesperson, you're one and done. You're only as good as your last deal, and you're not really creating anything that's going to give you a jumping off point to building a business that should be a legacy right? Like our businesses should give us options. They should give us options to pivot, options to diversify our income, and even the opportunity to retire and maybe exit by selling off our business at some point, right? Like there's no reason you can't accomplish these things with your real estate business. 
You cannot accomplish that when you are behaving and operating like a salesperson. And so this is one of the greatest injustices that has happened in this industry because for so long, over the last 10 to 15 years, as what made us special no longer applied anymore, that being the information and the access, as that change has happened, so many new agents entering the space have kind of fallen prey to these fast lead tactics, which has really confused consumers. It has created a lack of a value proposition. It has disintegrated trust with the public, which is what we see now. And it has made it even harder for real estate agents to like be a part of our clients' lifetime cycle of home ownership. And so I was listening back to this video and thinking about these things and I realized like, oh my gosh, I feel like this really articulates why it's so important to be able to generate referrals, not just because they are the highest converting and highest ROI deals for our business, but because of what it actually does for the industry. Because the more, again, I'm going to reiterate it, the more that we are able to build an irresistible brand that helps us create raving fans who understand what it is we do and and understand why we are the best people to serve them in the community, the more we're able to do that, the more we're going to boost up our value as an industry and the more we are going to be needed (laughs) in, in the public's eyes. You know, like disruption happens when there is an opportunity to fix something. And the tech giants are coming into this industry because there is something broken. And I kind of feel like I touched on it in this audio recording that I'm going to share with you. So without further ado, here's what I've got for you today. So have you ever thought about your database and understood that there's a lot of potential that you can tap into, but you're terrified of showing up as salesy and spammy and just kind of looking like a fool in front of the people that you trust? Let's talk about it. I first want to say, if you have felt this way, you're not alone. I speak to agents every single week who ask me stuff. How do I even begin marketing to my database without sounding all salesy? Like, I don't want to do that. I get it. I don't want you to do that either. And in fact, if you are coming across and feeling salesy spammy, like the moment you get that little like, you're doing it wrong because everyone else can pick up on that too, which is like part of the fear. I can totally understand that as somebody who has struggled with this, but has gone on to build a real estate business that is cornerstoned on database referral. So let me share with you a few words a little perspective shift and some tips on how you can start tapping into the potential of serving your database as well. So a lot of times when we get that feeling of like coming across as salesy spammy, it's because we're focused on the sale and the ask. If you're coming out of the gates, going for the ask, you have already lost. You've lost credibility, you've lost trust, and you've lost engagement from your audience or your ideal client. Instead, you want to focus on serving. Now, the easiest way to begin serving instead of selling is to learn more about your database and ask them what they need. I think it is such a mistake as real estate agents to feel as if we can't ask and learn more about how we can be better at serving our people. There's this idea that we have to come out with our license along with all of the knowledge of this industry and have the culmination of the wisdom and experience of even the most, what's the word? (laughs) 
seasoned agents in this industry, okay? That's just not the case. So here's the thing, if you are an agent who has been in this industry for less than like five to eight years, I have news for you. You have not really seen some of the cycles that go on in the market. You have really been around only long enough to see the tail end of a recovery and a huge rebound of the seller's market. You haven't been around for a lot of the cyclical changes that this market is capable of showing us and which ultimately will show us sometime in the future. Heaven's willing. Say you are an agent who has been in the industry longer than that. You have not even been around as long as this demographic has come into play, right? Like the main demographic that is purchasing today are the millennials. This is a new segment of the market for you who think and behave differently than any generation before them. And even if you're trying not to target millennials, which is a mistake, let's talk about the other side of that spectrum. You have the baby boomers and Gen X who are also going through giant lifestyle changes, who are liquidating their portfolios of rental homes, who are trying to downsize or move to different climates, or maybe even trying to get into larger multi-generational homes as they bring on their elderly parents to live with them, right? So like there are so many different shifts that even if you are a seasoned agent, you have not been around to fully experience. And so for anybody to think that we have to just be able to magically guess what's important to our database is wrong. And so I think that we really need to start getting curious as an industry and having real conversations and listening, which is the superpower of any savvy marketer to what it is they actually want to see and hear. What to them is high value service? Ask your database so that there is no question that if you are fulfilling those wishes, you are serving not selling. Now, as you are engaging in real people conversations with your database to learn really how they think about real estate, learn about their highest priority problems, their needs, their wishes, their fears, as you are having these conversations, you need to practice extreme empathy. I think so often we kind of get frustrated if clients aren't making a move as quickly as we would like them to, or if they're dragging their feet, or if they're just not getting on the same page as you in terms of understanding the urgency in their position in the market. This can be really frustrating, especially if you are focusing on a niche clientele of homeowners who need to sell their home before moving up. Obviously in this low inventory market, those are some of our most difficult clients because a lot of them, after having conversations and learning about this, are very afraid of selling their house at the top of the market only to buy at the top of the market or only to not be able to purchase a home at all because of how competitive the buy side things are. And so you and I know how we can get them over the fence. You and I know what solutions we can offer to them, but to them, it's not just a solution. This deeply impacts their life. This impacts their financial standing. This impacts the very nature of where they're able to rest at night and have their safe space at home. And so we really need to understand that while to us sometimes when we're this close to business, we're talking about numbers and deals and leads and contacts, that represents a person who has really deeply attached themselves to the comfort of their home or has really deeply attached themselves to 
how much they rely on the proceeds from their sale in order to see them onto their next path in their journey. This stuff matters. And so by having very, very deep, sincere empathy for our clients and staying curious and continuing to ask questions about, well, I, I hear you that you're afraid of buying at the top of the market. Tell me more about that. Tell me more about why that stresses you out beyond the obvious nature of it. Tell me what that actually would mean to you if that did happen, right? Like, can we really have these conversations in a way to craft a more meaningful service and product for our clients? I think we can. And more to the point, I think that we absolutely should or else we will be seeing ourselves out of this industry as others like the tech giants who have figured this out, move us aside. Now, these two things, listening and practicing empathy never end because the cyclical nature of the market never ends. And so our clientele is going to be constantly shifting in terms of where their attention is, what their needs are and what's most important to them. But along that way, we wanna continue practicing those two things. We also wanna continue practicing one other thing, which is, extreme gratitude. I work in a market with over 80,000 licensees. Now, not all of them are active and not all of them are direct, my direct competitors, but it's really hard to overstate how much com competition there is in this industry as a whole. Okay. And so anytime an individual reaches out to me and asks for my time and my perspective, I am deeply moved and honored. It's still after going on eight years never gets old because consumers of the public, they have a lot of choices. They have nothing but choices. And you know what's more, they have nothing but information. So they are making very informed data-driven decisions on who they speak to before they ever come to face, face to face with you as a real estate agent. And so we really need to be grateful for every single interaction that we have and express it. And there's no better way to show than to show gratitude than to our database. So anytime you get a referral, anytime people are asking you questions, anytime someone chooses to do business with you, show extreme gratitude. Now that can look like a lot of different things and you get to decide as a business owner how you're going to express that. So if you're familiar with the love languages, there's actually a um, quiz that you can take so that you can learn your love languages. Mine tends to be words of affirmation. I'm really, really terrible at gifting. <laughs> I'm really not one that needs a lot of personal time with individuals, and I'm definitely not a touchy-feely person. But words of affirmation are my love language. Basically, all I want is to be told that I'm smart and pretty all day long, <laughs> okay? And so understanding that that is how I like to receive love or appreciation is really important in understanding the ways that I express love and appreciation. But it's also really important that to understand that everybody in your database is going to be a little different based on that spectrum as well. And so it might be worth learning a little bit about something like the love languages, which is just an example that happens to have been really helpful for me to understand this concept in terms of different ways that you can show appreciation to the people who mean the most to your business. Because at the end of the day, this group of people is going to be the most supportive, your biggest champions, your loudest friends and family who are going to go out and refer you for the next however long you wanna be in this business. And so it's worth 
thinking a little bit about how you want to show up to them. And so for me, for example, my database marketing plan, which is something that we discuss a lot in the Market Authority Academy, a little plug, my database marketing plan actually runs the whole five love languages. We have an element of words of affirmation. We have an element of gifting. We have personal time. So just, just to show that I'm thinking about a couple of different ways to have a multifaceted marketing and gifting strategy that's going to be reflective of the sum of people who I care about the most in my business. And finally, my last tip for you is to have a little bit of faith, okay? So I know it can be really scary showing up to people who you respect and showing up in a role that's new to you. You're, you might be speaking about an industry that is new to you, or you might be speaking from a place that you haven't spoken to your database from before. There are plenty of agents who I have spoken to who have been in the business for going on 10 years, who have never taken the time to put together a solid database because they always just assumed that they wouldn't be able to do it well enough or the right way, whatever that might look like in their mind. And I want you to know that your database wants to support you. The very definition of a database is the people who know you, like you, and trust you. If you have a dear friend who comes to you with a mission that they're on and they're asking for your help and support, you would help them. And so we shouldn't be looking at our database in any different light other than that. Now, if they've never shown up for you before, so if you've never really been that agent who gets a lot of referrals, or if you think your database isn't really part of your ideal clientele, maybe, you haven't taught them how to refer you yet. Maybe you haven't taught them how they can support you. So think about these and challenge some of these limiting beliefs that you might have around this very important aspect of your business so that you can get out of your own way and start to tap into the potential that you have with your people. What do you think? Am I on the right path here? Is this kind of making sense to you? Do me a favor and leave me a comment. I wanna hear from you whether you are someone who is very engaged with your database or if you haven't quite gotten there yet. Leave me a comment below, let's talk about it. Okay, so how does that feel to you? Did that make sense? I hope that I really touched on these points that I think are so important for us to talk about. And, and I would like to invite you to have a dialogue with me here. So if this really resonated with you and this made sense, go ahead and send me a quick um, a quick direct message on Instagram. I would love to invite you to chat further there. And if you are recognizing that there is a giant opportunity in your business that you may not have been tapping into yet through doing this kind of work, then you and I need to talk. So all the details to book a time and apply to the Market Authority Academy are in the caption description of this episode. You'll have all the information there to see if working together with me in the Market Authority Academy is a good fit. My number one goal in the Market Authority Academy is to work with agents to help them create their most scalable and sustainable business possible. And creating a really great brand that helps you generate more referrals for life is a really important part of that. So if that sounds interesting to you, I would love to chat further. Thanks for tuning in. A high five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or 
Apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.